a different perspective got me feeling reflective. It's Rhyme and Reason 575. There's a rhyme and reason for your life. There's a rhyme and reason why you're... Hey there, Tony here, and I hope today finds you in a good place, a good mood, good spirits, good health, and... Uh, it's just that time of year that I really like. I've mentioned it multiple times, the cool cool breezes, cool air, starting to close in on our um, national, let's see, what would we call it this year? Our national right to gather together and protest day, <laughs> Thanksgiving day. Yeah. Are you getting any mail yet, you know, from friends and relatives who, you know, are sending out their Thanksgiving cards, Thanksgiving Day cards. I can't talk today for some reason. Anyway, I know people still send that out, and I know this. I know that regular mail gets sent from some people because I got a real nice note in the mail from my cousin Becky, who lives in Texas, and I know she listens to this podcast at least occasionally. If you're listening, Becky, thank you so much for the note. That was awesome, and. I hope you don't mind me mentioning you and talking a little bit about what you sent me, but uh, it it got me, that's kind of like the title of this episode, it got me thinking. Um, Becky was here with her family in Colorado uh, a couple of months ago, but we didn't get together because she thought I still lived in the Denver metro area, and Elgeline and I moved to Colorado Springs a few years ago. Not everybody knows that at this point still. But, uh, you know, that's life. It happens that way sometimes. Uh, the part of the note that really stood out to me, though, was uh, Becky's different perspective on me, actually. And it's kind of fun to see yourself from someone else's perspective. Cousin Becky said she and her brother and sisters always thought of my younger brother and me together. In other words, it was almost like they couldn't say my name without saying my brother's name. And, you know, I get that because we did get that a lot. My brother and I were um, connected maybe a little more closely than, than most siblings way back then because our parents split up when we were very young. So the only person my brother saw year-round was me. And, of course, the only person I saw year-round was him. Um, when I say that, what I'm talking about is... We spent school years, the school year, I guess you could say, each year, with my dad. So for those nine months, we were at his place. Um, yeah, and my mom, we'd spend with her in, uh, spend summers with her in Kansas. Yeah, in case you're new here, my brother and I used to take two train trips each year, one from Houston to Kansas City at the end of each school year and a return trip at the end of each summer. And on one of those train trips, when I was around 10 years old, and you'll see what I mean by how this got me feeling reflective and thinking back, just Becky saying, yeah, we just couldn't say your name without saying Marty's name. That's my brother. Um, Then I started thinking about how we used to ride the train, and then I remembered a particular, uh, one of the particular trips. See what I'm saying? I can't even talk today. Anyway, I remember... Um, an encounter with an elderly lady in the dining car. And as I think back, she might have been younger than I am now. <laughs> I hate to even say that. 
but I don't think so. I think she was probably at that point uh, well into her 70s and 80s because she had her son, sort of her grown son, you know, walking her along. The train uh, had made its usual extended stop in Oklahoma City. And I remember looking out the dining car window. My brother and I were, you know, in the dining car each evening. You get called for dinner. That was included in the train ticket. And uh, usually dinner time, at least on our trip from Houston to Kansas City, dinner time was around Oklahoma City. And I could see uh, from the railway bridge where we had stopped, our car had stopped on a bridge. It looked like the back streets of the city. And I'm not going to get into all that. It just For me, it was just an adventure story. I just was looking at all that, thinking about my surroundings. I, I can recall back that they had real silver on um, real tablecloth, you know, white linen tablecloth on the tables, real silver. And when I say real silver, I'm not talking about stainless steel. I mean silver, silverware. And, uh, I mean, I might be romanticizing it a bit because this is a long time ago. But I think I remember the lady was, she seemed wealthy. And like I said, I remember she had a, a grown son with her that sort of seemed like he was her, you know, helper or making sure that uh, she was being watched over, you know, that sort of thing. She she was totally walking and, and doing everything on her own. It wasn't that she needed help for that. It's just that he was like her companion. And as they passed the table where my brother and I sat, she looked down at me and she smiled and and she stopped and she turned to her son and told him to take a picture of me. She said, look at those big, beautiful blue eyes. And she also said, get a picture, you know, just get a picture of it. And so her son took out this boxy camera like they used to have back then. And he snapped a, a quick picture and the nice lady stood there smiling for a I don't know, a couple more moments. And then she patted me on the shoulder and she and her son left the dining car. And of course, I never saw her again. And so that's basically the end of that little vignette. But you see what a, a different perspective can do? I mean, I just, you know, I started out reading a nice card mailed to me from my cousin and I end up telling you guys a traveling story. But I believe that's a tiny glimpse, just a tiny glimpse into the amazing design of our brains. I mean, God could have designed them to just store information that we need for survival. You know, just give us the things we need to go out and get food and get water and build shelter. You know, he could have just made our brains just for that. But from his loving perspective, he knew how awesome it would be to, to give us memories. I hope you'll tell someone you love today something they will not soon forget. A little something they can take to life. A memory. A love vignette. There was a ukulele lady on a corner by a Christmas tree. And a banjo bandolero with a turquoise pinky ring. Behind them was a biker who was
Thank you so much for listening to my traveling rambling, and uh, I appreciate you being there more than you know. As always, this is all brought to you by TonyFunderberg.com, where you can hustle on over there now. Hit that merch tab. Look for that right there at the top, the picture of the T-shirt, and you can tap on it and go get it, the one that says, Life Has Rhyme and Reason Because God Made You. There's a rhyme and reason for your